Um, hello everyone, uh, welcome to uh, The Cup, <laughs> uh, where you can, <laughs> sorry, I'm so, I'm so, off, I'm so put off by what's going on here. Um, hi everyone, welcome to The Cup, where you can come to us first to quench your thirst on all things reality, uh, something like that. Uh, I'm Lewis, um, where I am fully backing the free Yin Run campaign. Um, Anissa? What am I? What am I? Uh, a, a, a blanket. Uh, uh, no! I... A sheet. No, I, I don't know. A redhead. <laughs> uh, Hi, I'm Anissa Long, and I am sleep deprived. And I am also backing the free union campaign. It truly is a yin justice. Um, I see what you did there. That's good. That's yeah. good. I, I think surprised it took you that long to 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 pick up on that. Um, hi everyone, welcome to uh, the cup. I, uh, I I was away for a week, but I'm back. Thank you to Logan and Anissa for uh, covering all bases. Big Brother Week Two. Uh, we're now in Week Three, pre eviction, and there's been quite a lot that's happened in the last week. It's uh, surprising how much we can pack into a week of Big Brother UK. Um, and, it, and, we have, and it's not even eviction yet. It's not even eviction yet. Um, so uh, let's pick up where we left off. Eviction night. We had Zach and Henry facing the public vote to evict, and we lost Zach. And right away, Dylan Cooks. Right away, Dylan Cooks. But before all that, uh, let's pick up where the the episode actually picked up, in that we had chanting going on from the eviction crowd. Oh yes, yes. Of get carry out, get carry out, get carry out, get and carry get carry out. out. Specifically, someone shouted next week. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's. Get our cast up. Let's that which where's our which one do we need? Is it this one? There we go. Oh no, that no, one. that clips that clips them. That one, that one, that one, no. No. We'll, go with... Yeah, we'll go with that one. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with the one where uh, I don't like this one. I don't like that. Okay, anyways. Um yeah, get carry out. How do we make ourselves bigger? No idea. We'll work on it. Definitely not that one. Definitely not that one. 
Okay. Yep. We'll just have to be small. Um. Oh God! But it still clips the top. We're just there. We go. No, it's gonna clip the top. But it's we have their names there. Cool. Um. Get carry out. Get carry out. The reactions beyond with what I found so funny was that Holly was the one that picked up on it. They're chanting "Get carry out." The person she tells. Carrie. <laughs> and again, she was just sitting next to her. So I know, but like <laughs> that must be so this 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 like <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't that. know how audio like is in the in the actual like Big Brother house because I know a couple of them couldn't pick out like what they were saying. I think if if we could pick it out, they could. Right, because like Jordan couldn't pick it up, Carrie couldn't pick it up. Mind you, there's so much different. Like you're you're in you're in a certain headspace when you're in there. That's so true. You're all it's like what Jenkins said. You're all trying to hear your own name or pick out your own name, and you're not even paying attention to what they're actually saying. That's right. Awesome. Um. So yeah, Olivia heard a few get Olivia outs. Um, I did not hear that. I personally didn't hear it because the Kerry chants were so fucking loud. So it might have been happening, but I didn't hear it myself. Right. Uh, Jordan, um, this is completely different. Jordan picked up on the fact that Matty kept on staring at him and told Trish. I I love I love these like combos between jo Jordan and Trish, being like, "Oh, this is the update on my Big Brother love life" kind of thing, right? Um, so yeah, the get carry out it felt very channel four in a way, and that's um, that's a reference you won't understand, but it feel, felt like people of the UK was finally back to how it used to be. The whole panto of it all, the get this person out, get this person out, the booing, mm -hmm. the, it felt it felt great, like low key. I, I also enjoyed it when they when like it was in the US version. Yeah. And I'm sad that they like stopped that kind of thing. Cause booing. I know yeah. the whole, like booing aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's needed. Not we that need I booing. wish for anyone to be booed. Actually. No, not at all. But um well. <laughs> it's definitely a part it's a part of the show. It's a part of the like, show. We can't pretend that we don't like people. If someone's genuinely villainy, we can't just. You can't expect me to cheer for people that I don't like, and right. Um, so I, I feel like it's a part of the show. It's part of how it has always been. And if we have an opinion, we're gonna fucking say our opinion. Um, Jordan and Henry. I'm just going. I broke this. I broke every episode down based on what I think we could talk about. Jordan and Henry had a pep talk after this whole get carry out shit. Um, they went to the storeroom, tried to get into the storeroom. Storeroom was locked, so they had this conversation just outside of the storeroom, basically saying that they had picked oh. up on the get carry out stuff. Yeah, and that they need to be more conscious and aware of themselves and the people that might be having conversations behind their backs and stuff they don't see like i think it was jordan or it was either jordan well it's one of the two jordan or henry that's mentioned that you know they don't see everything 
Exactly. Um, and and I think there was a conversation afterwards, and you might, and you're probably gonna get to it as well. But I believe there was a conversation with like Tom. I remember Tom being in that conversation. Yeah, yeah I did. And write I'm this I acknowledged him, but you know, Tom was in that conversation and was kind of the one that brought up that point of like, oh. Well, it's Tommy Jenkins. If you're talking about the one in the garden. Yes. Tom and Jenkins. Um, so yeah. I remember Tom brought up the point of like, oh, um, they probably know something we don't. We got to watch. We got to be careful as well. Well, I, what Tom said was um, like, he likes Kerry and he isn't going to change that because of the chanting. So he, he, he's saying he's not, he's, he, he's not playing into what the audience is saying. He's right. He, he's going off his own judgment. But he did say that he thinks Kerry does overreact. And he did say that she defends Hallie too much and he gets very aggravated by Hallie. Um, he did mention that he thought that Kerry played up for the cameras. Um, there, a, bit. a bit. I I do notice a, a big. Like, if there's anyone who I would think of when I think of like duality, like Carrie, probably has the most exaggerated case of like the that duality. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Some could argue like Jordan as well, but like it's a with Jordan, it's a different case. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean Jordan. We'll, we'll get to Jordan. I've we'll got to a Jordan, lot to say Jordan about Jordan. Jordan has layers. Jordan has a lot of layers. Jordan has layers, and it feels like he adds more layers onto himself. Um, the yeah, the more he realizes he's letting off, he's taking off some layers. The more the he's more he adds more layers on top of it, just to yeah yeah. Um, right, let's get to the kitchen. <laughs> Dylan's cooking. Dylan is cooking. But um, Trish wants to cook something for herself. Yeah, uh, Trish wanted to. Oh, Trish wanted. So Trish was making a sausage sandwich. Yes. And Dylan was like, "Well, if you're gonna get, you're gonna have a sausage sandwich, then I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna make. Well, well, it's not that it wasn't making chicken for you, for, for her. It's like." Um, it came off like he said that, but it I think his off. intention was very different to how it came out. Yeah, like what he was trying to say was not what he said. Yes, I think it's it wasn't on how I perceived it was it wasn't on what he said it was how he said it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, so and there is another case of that later on. Yeah, in um, the week, but yes. <sighs> I mean, he just lost Zach, and people were mentioning that. Um, but then again, also Trish was close with Zach as well. Um, and then, like, some of the things he was saying about Trish, I mean, it comes up again later on in the week, but some of the stuff he says about Trish, which she does mention that later on in, you know, I'll, I won't, I'll bring it up again, but the whole... Um, aggressive loud uh, stereotyping yeah um and it's that kind of stuff that's perpetuated uh 
racist stereotypes of Trish, which she does bring yes. she does bring up later on yes. in her nominations. And um yeah, Ch- choice of words in the moment could have been and should have been much better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this whole dispute was it was um, a lot of there's a, there's a commonality between food and fallouts in this season. Very um, much. Food is a huge thing. Um, and listen, you're in a house full of at this, but it's still 14 people um, with a very tight, um, very tight set of food. Um, so there's bound to be arguments over that when the budget is very low and you're trying to feed 14 people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Dylan wants to take control in the kitchen it feels like um he, he's preparing this stuff for for everyone trish wanted to eat her own stuff because she hadn't ate all day dylan felt some sort of way about it i don't know yeah i think and then we we also get a confessional from olivia about the incident later on yeah and i and I feel like she she put it like very well, like the situation kind of that Dylan is going through, where it's like, oh, um, yeah. I I told you because we were watching this together. I told you to rewind back to Olivia so I could write this down. Um, Olivia specifically said uh, she thinks Dylan's and Trisha's argument wasn't over something silly like the sausage. It was just something that was easy to blame. Hmm. And I think that was, I think that was very accurate. And yeah, I think I think it was that was very accurate too. Um, in between all of this, Carrie goes to the diary room uh, about the whole get Carrie out thing. Um, she was trying to make an. She was trying to make. She was trying to understand for herself why she was getting that kind of. Attention from the audience, right? She even said that she thought that there was a possibility that it was Zach fans chanting "Get her out," thinking maybe because it's because I've been very pro Henry staying that Zach fans want me out because of that. Um, couldn't be any further from the truth. Um, really, I don't know if there is that many. Without without any disrespect, I don't think there is many Zach fans, which is why he was evicted. Right. <laughs> um, it's not that there wasn't any Zach fans, just more Henry, more Henry fans, or at least Team Union fans. That's, that's how what I was I'll, thinking. I'll, yeah, and I, I mentioned this last part as well. Yeah, um, where it's like, oh. A lot of uh, there's a, a good amount of teeny in run, exactly, and they know that if Henry stays around, Yinrin will still be happy. And we exactly. love we love ourselves a happy Yinrin, so we do. but also it's not against Henry. I think I've really warmed to Henry in this season. I don't know what Logan had to say on that front. <laughs> um, we didn't mention 
much about it actually. I we, want we were just like, oh yeah, we we like Henry and we like that Henry makes Yunren happy and. <laughs> Right. So I wanted, I, I was very curious if Logan liked Henry because, you know, the way he presented himself on the way into the house was not it. Um, but right. him in the house, like the 24 hour, I mean, the one hour out of 24 hours that we get to see of Henry, mind you, also people in the UK can see, still see another three hours of him on the live feeds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, I'm really enjoying him. I think he'd make for the way I look at Big Brother is who, who would I get in, get along with if I was in that same house? I think I'd get on along with Henry quite a lot. Um, I would get along with Henry as well. Yeah, he's very. I don't know. He's just very sensible, and he is. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I like, I, I, I like Henry. Very sensible. Very kind and considerate and um you know anyone that comforts uh yinwen uh in the house is someone i'm enjoying so yeah yes. uh right anyway, let's get on to the next part of my notes so we just left off with kerry zach fans yeah cool next up in the episode we have a house meeting big brother uh, and uh, thinks it's time for a house meeting, so calls Trish to the diary room, tells her that she's going to be um chairing the house meeting, and she can pick two, th- 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 three topics, three topics that everyone can talk about, and yeah, it's a whole tea party vibe across the table, and so the three topics that um. Trish chose for discussion were food, uh, realness slash being authentic, yeah, and consideration. Yes. So, food. Um, first thing that Olivia brought up was the shopping list. You know, things. Some items are probably being overbought, and some items are being underbought. Yeah. Um, I understand that. But also, fourteen people. Well, at that point, it was fifteen people before the eviction. Um, fourteen people, economy budget. But also, it's interesting because some people are saying I can't remember who it specifically it was that it's easier to buy shit on an economy budget than on a luxury budget. I think Dylan said that actually. Yes. Yeah, he said that because it was like, oh, there's less to choose from so it makes it easier for us to buy stuff but yeah just buy the essential shit um but like i i swear a lot i don't know if that, um a part of my language but also we're all big brother uk fans so we're used to this kind of language um also the only time they were on a luxury budget was week one at that point they didn't know enough about each other's food um allergies no not even just that just their food like their routines food routines the way they yeah right right like the like how they eat um i'd argue that next time they're probably on a luxury budget it's gonna go a lot better for them i would think so too 
Um, so then, Yunman said something, but I didn't write it down. Henry. Oh, she, yes. Oh, yeah. So she mentioned about having like family dinners, but she doesn't want them to be like too often. Okay. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know, I very often I I eat by myself. You know, I, I get yeah. myself a plate of food and I I come back in my room and I eat. Yeah, not everyone needs to be eating at the same time. As yeah. nice as it is to like eat with you with your. Family. Yeah, exactly. I need that space. I need that space to just enjoy myself and enjoy my food without having to you know eat around other people and just get away for a bit. That's, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Henry brought up alcohol. Um, distribution could be a lot more considerate and fairer. Um, food, uh, Trish says food monitoring is a no-go, which is interesting considering something that happens later on. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, Trish brings up food monitoring, says that's no a no-go. Um, all right. So that's the food stuff out of the way. Next topic, realness slash being authentic. Jordan, right away, basically says, stop <laughs> telling me to smile. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, honestly, valid. Oh, very valid. Um, because if we want to be honest and real with us, Jordan is not going to smile if he's, you know, no. apart from this one time where he was encouraged to smile for his house guest photo. <laughs> I think he's been coerced to smile, actually. Yeah, that's that's definitely wearing a smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, he, he's not going to smile apart from that one time during the shopping task where he was encouraged that he had to smile. Right. Um, the happy, happy, happy camp. Um, yeah. So that fair. <laughs> Noki. Noki says you can literally behave in any way, and people will take it in either a positive light or be negative about it. Uh, she encourages everyone to just being comfortable in themselves. Uh, yes. And she she does shed a few tears on that too. Yeah, because she brought up Zach, um, which Jordan and Henry. I, I, more specifically, Jordan. More specifically, Jordan. But I still think Henry, in a way, felt a similar way to Jordan. Right. Um, just felt like that whole thing was very disingenuine, which I'm very surprised by. Because I definitely feel like Noki and Zach were close. I felt like Noki and Zach were close as well. So like I felt like the people that were close that Zach was closest to were Noki and Dylan. But it goes back to the whole thing that Jordan and Henry brought up themselves: is that they are clearly not aware of situation. They're not clear. They're clearly not seeing as much as we are. Um, right. So it goes back to that. So maybe the, the way they said about they need to be more considerate about that, maybe they're not being as considerate as they alluded they were going to be. Mm -hmm. um, Paul. 
he says, um, if someone has an opinion about something, don't call them names. Like that was a terrible, that was a terrible uh, um, Scouse accent. Someone has an opinion on something. If someone has an opinion about someone, don't call them names. Tell oh them God, to their face. accent is so strong. Tell them it's to their so face. But like, yeah. If someone has an opinion, don't call them names. Tell them to the face. It goes back to the that, and that that goes to what Chanel brings up later on. Uh, Trish says, if something bothers you, say it. Um, Chanel basically doesn't subscribe to that. Uh, she's very passive, uh, and I think she admits that herself. So like she, she says she, she openly says like herself that she does she's not a confrontational person. Right. And I get that for, and I totally get that. Um because I'm I'm depending on the reason or whatever, depending on the scenario, I'm not one to make a scene. Right. Exactly. Um so we can't expect it. It's different. It's difficult because people want because the way that. So, for example, and because this plays into this, and we'll, we'll we I've read about it later down the line as well. Trish, the way Trish processes situations is very different to how Chanel uh, processes situations, and um, I feel like one can't expect the other to deal with that the same the way that they want to in the way that they do and like it's, people operate differently yes <laughs> that's that's we can't expect everyone to operate the same way mm -hmm. that's what i'm trying to say i just yes. a, i just i just had verbal diarrhea um but like um it's a difficult situation but it does play it, it, it does impact nominations and we'll get to nominations later on um consideration is the final topic of the of the house meeting trish right away bedtime consideration let people sleep at night let people rest at night they want to get their beauty they want to get their sleep paul takes exception to this um basically says I'm hyper. I'm hyper. I'm. I can't do it. I'm hyperactive. He says he's hyperactive. He stays up awake until three a.m. in his real life. Um, he thinks people have this weird power hierarchy, and people want to. They tell people what to do and whatnot and stuff. Um, like if I'm gonna stay awake, I'm. You can't expect me to stay to 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 fall asleep or go to sleep at the same time as you because. Um, we're in Big Brother. That's not how it works. I have an opinion on that. You're in a whole house. Why do you need to be awake in the bedroom at the same time as, that everyone else is trying to sleep? Go somewhere else. Right. Go somewhere else if you're going to be awake at that time. Yeah. I pres Yeah. I think that's very much the best way to solve that. Exactly. Although I do get, there's possibly some nights where Big Brother does have a curfew and and encourages everyone to go to the bedroom because they're setting up for some sort of shopping task, potentially. And that could... That's, that's possibly the only exception I could think of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... 
Great. Uh, next up, um, flush the toilet. Hallie says this. I think, yeah. Oh Hallie yeah. Says, flush the toilet. Uh, there's a different. Oh yeah. Hallie on the on on the back of Paul's point about um, power hierarchy. Hallie said there's a difference between asking someone to do something or telling someone to do something, and yeah. just be considerate about the way they're talking to each other. And then she brings up flush the fucking toilet. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Olivia talks about uh, her um, experience having to clean up some shit that was stuck on the toilet. Yeah, not nice. Ew, gross. Alright, so that's me in done with. Um, Can I just say as well, Yinner yeah. during this entire meeting, literally me, I'm. I didn't pick up on. Like, there was like, especially towards the second, like in the second half of the meeting, she literally had this like doily, like on her head, and she was oh. like, "Oh, can you take that off, please?" She's like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> I didn't get that. Get take it off. I think. I think <laughs> it's super minor. Like it. It. It has. It doesn't have much importance. I just love it for Yunrin. <laughs> right. Um. Okay, and then so we end this episode. Yeah, well, we we don't end the episode quite yet. Jordan brings up that she he doesn't believe Noki to be insincere. Very skeptical. He's very skeptical of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I still don't get that. Like, I don't understand. I, I, I think that's just his read on it, and unfortunately, it's not correct. No. Very weird. Um, and then Jordan and Matty being cutesy with each other. Henry, very awkward around them both. Yes. And I think the edit play definitely plays into that as well. But like, yeah, yeah, Henry was very awkward around them both. And they were at the sofas and stuff. And Henry decides to go to the kitchen, grab something, and then comes back. Um, right. And then that's Sunday's episode. And I, I think I picked, that's everything I picked up on Sunday's episode. Yay. Sweet. Yay. Sorry. <laughs> um, Monday's episode. And it's shopping task time once again. And Yay. you wake up and the house has ants literally ants. everywhere. Ants, trails of ants everywhere. Leaves, giant leaves everywhere. These two pipes. Pipes. These two seats that look like leaves. Leaves and stuff, uh, cakes, sugary shit, everywhere in the kitchen. Everyone's confused. Uh, Big Brother's announcing they're in the and no, Bug Brother. There we go, Bug Brother. <laughs> announced that the they are now tenants, and they are in the ant kingdom, and they're going to be split into two colonies: the blue ants colony and the orange ants colony. Um, the blue ants we have. Paul, Jenkins, Jordan, Trish, Olivia, Kerry, Noki, and the Orange. We have Matty, Chanel, Yinran, Tom, Halley, Dylan, and Henry. Uh, they were told to elect queens of the, the colony. They elected uh, Blue and elected Noki, and Orange elected uh, Chanel. What do we think of that? I think they're uh, fun, uh, fun selections, good I selections. 
I I really like the I really like that for 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 them both. Yeah, I loved that. Especially Chanel. I didn't get to. I don't think we got much from Chanel up to this point. So it's nice to get. We yeah. Like uh, Chanel, definitely. F- like we got something at, towards the start of the season, and then she's kind. Of, she kind of fell into the background a bit, and but now we get to see her. I think. I think we started getting more of her when she started when she had the secret mission. Yeah, but like, which I personally really loved. I loved that secret mission, but I still think around that. Then or after that. I didn't get to see anything of her. Right. I think, uh, this helped her case a lot more in terms of getting an edit than mm-hmm. the secret mission, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down, um, I don't know if it's just me that's seeing this, but Olivia's really come to her, into her own, um, especially during this task i really feel like olivia has come into her own in terms of i don't know i'm i i'm starting to enjoy her a lot more now than i oh she's god definitely I, growing on me she's growing on me quite a, 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 a lot um at the start of the season i really did not like her um but now i'm really enjoying her yeah yeah, no, she's uh, entertaining. And, I'm surprised of how really like entertained I am by her, beyond the whole immunity thing. Yeah, I think and also I- because I feel like the true transformation was from the prison. By him, I'm like she. I, she learned a lot in in her two hours in prison. I do feel like. Um... I feel I feel like she enjoyed this this particular task a lot, and that's probably why I enjoyed it. Her yeah. particularly this these last couple of these two episodes, she really played into the task, she and did. Um, it's a shame other people didn't. But we'll get there. Um, right. So originally, Blue had these this strategy. There was some sort of strategy going on. They decided Olivia and Jordan would be floaters. Trish and Paul would be collecting eggs. Jenkins and Carrie would be protecting the eggs. But that kind of got thrown away almost instantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matty and Jordan, they had a serious conversation in the garden. Jordan mentioned how he doesn't like touchy, like, he doesn't like touch. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. It was nice to see them having a conversation about everything. Yeah. Although Jordan was still trying to like put his guard up. He kind of let his guard down a bit. Um mm-hmm. in this instance, and it was nice to see that. I just love that Jordan. We're getting a lot. We're getting a lot on Jordan and yeah. this whole like love story, whatever friendship like situation mm-hmm. that he has, especially with Maddie. Yeah. So Definitely. I thought I had and I forgot it. But <laughs> oh no, I just love that 
he's like confused. Sorry, I don't know that he's confused. confused. (laughs) I mean, I love that we see that, you know, that struggle. That struggle. I liked, yeah, I like that we're getting an edit of that struggle. I think it's vulnerability. That's that's what I'm. That's yeah, the word. Exactly. Vulnerability. We're vulnerability from Jordan. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, um, oh yeah, I wrote this down. Chanel. Um, yeah, no. Although I love, I love that we're getting an edit from her. I do not. I personally, and this might just be me because I'm. I relate to how Olivia and Trish and whatnot were during this task, but I did not like how, how serious Chanel was being in terms of the whole joking around, in terms of the... the oh, um, right, right. The um, trash, trash talk. The smack talk, yeah. The smack talk, yeah. Um, I felt like she was being far too serious after, um, specifically after Olivia made a joke about Chanel accidentally calling Tom Paul. Yeah, I I did. I took exception to. Oh Chanel. yes, so yeah, this was when they were assigning people like, for the yeah yeah. I I don't know. How did you feel about Chanel's response to that? I was I was kind of surprised actually for her to like take it so seriously, because mm-hmm. I would have assumed she would have just like laughed it off, and then you know everyone, yeah, and at least that that would let everyone in on that joke as well, and mm-hmm. everyone could have just laughed it off there too, including Tom. Um, no, but I got real serious, and I I yeah, uh. I, 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 ooh, yeah. I wasn't. A, I wasn't a fan of that reaction. Basically, I wasn't a fan of the reaction. Uh, but that might. Ju- I, I'm also just aware that that's just because. I, I relate to how. I mean, I'd be the same way if I was in a team challenge, and you know, I'm playing into it and having fun with it. I. Like I felt like Chanel just wasn't having fun with it in the same way that Olivia and uh, Trish and whatnot were, were, and I didn't like that. Yeah, just have fun with it, enjoy it. It's a game. You, you're having fun. You're split into teams, and you're collecting fucking eggs and keeping them stored, and that's all that it, it is really. Yeah, um, I felt like her and Dylan were. I mean, yeah, oh, Dylan also was being far too serious about. Um, this, the you know, when the boys were yeah. just having fun and calling it sexist and whatnot, um, that whole situation was so so out of proportion mm-hmm. in my eyes, at least. I feel like Loki. It might be like a bit of a general generational thing, but I also don't know because like Trish and Carrie were on the same team, and then Dylan's on kind of the other side of it. I don't think it's a generational thing. I think it's just... I don't know. It might just be... I don't know. Tiredness. I don't fucking know at this point. It could be tiredness and... 
but also just Chanel. the way that he approached different things. Chanel is Chanel's very passive, laid back, laid back, but not not that like like serious. Like she's serious, and I don't think this task required that severity. I don't know. Right. No, I agree. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Chanel thought that Trish was implying she was sexist because she chose three men. All this stuff. She had this conversation in the garden about how scientifically men are stronger, etc., etc. That's why she chose three men, not because she's like, not because I don't know. That whole situation was so fucking weird. It was essential to me. It was essentially like blown out of proportion. It's a fucking challenge in a game. I don't know. Um, uh, and then this whole Paul situation was weird as well. Paul was saying how everyone's getting so serious and being uh, so serious and about the severity of the task. We're dressed as ants. Why is everyone so serious? But then all of a sudden he got serious, and I found that entirely hypocritical. <laughs> Yeah. And this was towards Olivia and Naki. Yeah. And yeah. But also, like before that, so basically we get to the challenge. Um, and so we have Maddie, Tom, and Dylan representing the orange ants. And then we have Jenkin, Olivia, and Paul representing the blue ants and by a clean sweep by a blowout one after the other the entire orange team drops out uh, and the blue team has an advantage in the final task challenge thing right I could tell even in that that, that there was so much tension. There was a lot coming, of tension. Coming from the orange team and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't... Oh, God, it was very... But, like, if I'm in a team game, I'm going to be taking the piss like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's just how I am, and that's probably why I'm, I've related so much with Trish and mm -hmm. Olivia in that, time, in that moment. I, I, I personally would have been the same, too. I, this is why I loved Olivia throughout this task was because she was, she she knew it was purely just she knew it was a game and it wasn't that serious and she she was playing the game and she was, was having fun with it exactly right um, and then they had a moment where Kerry was defending the nest um, but she needed a piss. Uh, so she was like, "Can I? Can can one of you? Right? Like, can I just go for a piss?" And she, they were like, "Well, yeah, but I'll take an egg. You can go for a piss if you let me have one egg." And then Yinren comes out, and she's like, "Okay, oh yes, great, yes, I love her." Yinren, these won't let me go for a piss. Can you make sure? And then Yinren was like, "Yeah, if you give us an egg, sure." And then she starts splashing the jacuzzi, the hot tub. <laughs> and she's like, one one egg for a healthy bladder. I fucking loved you. I loved that. that moment so much. 
Yinman has such a that was brutal. Yinman has <laughs> she has such a soft outside, um, but she has a hidden devilish she, she's side. Witty. To her. I love she's it. Witty. She's she has a secret devilish side. That's what I'm saying. Like she 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 knows um, when to play the game, and she's she's. She was playing the game just then. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, Tom took an egg because uh, this was this was a situation. Claims that Kay wasn't looking, so took an egg, put it back in the nest, and then they had a fight. Not even a fight, just like he was literally on the nest, and Kay still reached under and grabbed it and chucked it back into the nest. So the rules on that weren't. As the rules on that weren't super clear. No. I do like they did say they were allowed to steal, right? Like eggs from each other. Oh, and also we did not we forgot to mention, but like I'm not sure if you're gonna mention it later. But the whoever whichever team had the most eggs in their nest by the end would be the ones to have control of the shopping. That's but not they, even true though. Oh, was. No, I'm, I'm coming to it. Oh, okay. So, My bad. Uh, we then have Kerry and Henry in a sp spelling task. Um, Henry pretty much almost bang on. Kerry had no fucking clue. <laughs> um, the smelly sock that she thought was cheese. The um, something that smelled like nothing that she thought was smiled cheddar, but it was actually... Spoiled milk. Spoiled milk. Um, the thing that she thought was manure was actually... Cow urine. Cow urine. But who gets that? <laughs> Who's going to... I don't know. Uh, and then Henry actually got manure. Uh, yeah, he was pretty spawn. Um, I felt like it should have been the same selection, to be honest. I it think it should have been the same selection, too. It would but have been fairer, and yeah, definitely. I think it it could have it should have been Carrie's selection because I think Carrie had the harder selection. Exactly. Like, of course, someone's gonna get manure if yeah, they're smelling yeah. Um. Anyway, right. So that's Monday's episode, day one of the shopping task. We move on to day two of the shopping task. Uh, Olivia got the first egg of the day. Literally, everyone, as everyone was waking up, got the egg. Put it into the nest that Paul was meant to be protecting. Dylan goes straight af outside after her, just chucks the egg back into, into the other side. Uh, Paul, at this point, couldn't care less. Tom asked him if he wanted it. Paul couldn't give a fuck. Um, so he kept it. But like, um yeah, I feel like Dylan doing that was fair game. Yes. Paul was not there. Uh Noki I mean, okay, I'm I we go I'm going straight into the final task of the puzzles and stuff because I don't think there was anything to pick up on before that. Oh they okay. They mentioned something about like advantages, like from oh the, yeah, Henry got an advantage from the smelling from, task. 
from the smelling task, but and like we never got to know what that was. Yeah, like, we never that wasn't clear. There wasn't yeah, we didn't know what that was. So, again, another editing issue. Yeah. Sort it out, editors. We need to find out what that was. Um, so, yeah, I felt like Noki's team building at the start was much better than Chanel's. Yes. <laughs> Chanel was like, we're going to do that. And we're like, yeah, Noki sounds m m more... Like Noki would be a much more much better motivational speaker than mm -hmm. um, Chanel, but I think uh, that also comes with like kind of Noki and her Noki's like, background. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She her, her history and pageantry. She's such a good talker. Yeah. Um, having said that, um, the Blue Colony failed to get the puzzle completed in time but yet chanel's colony did manage to which i found interesting because the edit made it look like chanel's team was struggling more than noki's team right. <laughs> yeah okay. also like they like barely complete so chanel's team barely like succeeded right Barely, no, literally eleven seconds. Oh, that's Naki's team. That which? Oh, Naki's Naki's team failed by eleven seconds. Uh, yeah. Chanel's team within a minute. I can't remember. It was like uh, fourteen minutes or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but the blue colony failed to the complete the puzzle task by eleven seconds, thus making the shopping budget economy. But since the orange colony. This is what they said. Since the Orange Colony finished the puzzle task in the quickest time, they controlled the shopping budget, which I found confusing because, and I literally wrote this down with four uh, question marks, did the eggs mean nothing? I would be pissed off if I was doing that for, for two days, collecting eggs and keeping them, keeping them safe just to find out that it didn't mean absolute. It, it meant jack shit to the task right. itself. Um, uh, Olivia had a conversation with someone. I think it might have been the DR. It might have been so, so someone else about Dylan, thinking that Dylan is a control freak around the kitchen. Uh, I wanted to ask something about this. Do we think, do you think that Dylan, um, do you think Dylan weaponizes the kitchen? Um, in a way, and I think Trish kind of talked about it a bit. Especially because it's like, oh, after Carrie, it's Dylan. After Dylan, it's Trish, I believe. After Carrie, it's Dylan. After Dylan, it's Trish. In in what? In like from oldest to youngest, right? Because Carrie's the the eldest in the house, and then it's Dylan, and yeah. then it's Trish, right? But like, do we think Dylan weaponizes the kitchen in that, like, in the sense of what, like? tries to have some sort of control 
over it because I don't oh. know, like like he Okay, no, I really he uses the kitchen to like I don't know, like he's, he's think he... clearly he's clearly the cook of the house, like the chef of the house. Everything every... but... But then again, he he puts himself in that position. He puts himself in like that no position. one, no one asks kind of thing. But you know, they're grateful because some of them don't even know how to cook, right? Right. But like, um, I, I think he he definitely put himself in that position because he thought potentially that if I'm the house cook and making preparing all these all the food for the entire house, that's some sort of thing I can use to keep myself in the game potentially or yeah. keep myself there. Um, but like, that's what I'm thinking. Like in that sense, I would say, yes, he's weaponizing it. But if you mean it, like in the other sense kind of thing, like what, what of a sense? So I thought, I thought it was something you were going to mention earlier, like something else you were going to mention earlier. And then I was, I realized what you I thought I realized what you meant kind of thing sorry uh, ignore that what, what do you think like what do you what what what's your stance on Dylan and the kitchen and food and the, the I don't know just I do think he can take some time off the kitchen just for just so he can take some time for himself unless he like truly enjoys it there well like if he didn't enjoy it there he wouldn't be there as often right I think he definitely enjoys it there. But like I feel like he has too much of a sense of control when he is there. I agree. Yeah. Um I will be interested. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll bring this on later. Uh Paul and Olivia. Kerry forced Paul to have a talk with Olivia. Um this whole situation where when Olivia left the diary room, Kerry was like, right, she's there now, go, go, go. And Paul goes to her, Olivia and they have a talk to each other. Paul was on, a, on almost like an apology tour at this point between both Olivia and Noki. Yeah. Um, what do we think of that? What do we think of the apology tour? Do we think... Um... I don't know. Like, do we think that he got out of that what he wanted? I feel like he did. But, like, I also feel like he was hesitant to do all that. I think he was hesitant because he feels like he's in the right. But he was wrong. But he knows that he's in the wrong about yelling at them. Right. Like... The way he could have delivered his point could have been better. Yeah, I feel like he was very hesitant to apologize because he feels like he was in the right, and he doesn't want. And he is is this whole childish thing that I see way too often, where someone doesn't want to apologize because they don't want the other person to feel like they've won. or something like that like he he doesn't want Olivia or Noki to feel like they were right something like that I don't know yeah no no, that's basically what it was yeah Um, well like I think what 
he did was a good like halfway kind of thing and i know carrie kind of told him to do that mm-hmm. like, oh apologize for the way you spoke to them rather than apologizing for like you know the the, the content of what he was saying yeah. yeah um i wrote this down just an observation that i made every time the storeroom opens it turns into the fucking olympics genuinely Oh (laughs) no! Big Brother announces this is Big Brother. The storeroom is now open. Everyone fucking it's like feeding time at the zoo, you know. Genuinely, yeah. Like they they all fucking run sprint their way to the fucking storeroom. Some people opted not to do that. Henry was already um, in the relaxing in the hot tub. Couldn't yeah. If, if uh, to be fair, if I'm in the hot tub and you announce that I'm not leaving, I'm not fucking jumping out the hot tub. I'd be crazy to jump off the, out the hot tub and just run towards the storeroom like that. <laughs> See, if I tried, I would slip. Like I, I would, I, I would break my. It would be a scene though. I would love that. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> I want one day to be for someone to be in the hot tub all of a sudden just run and eat. Themselves I feel like Paul would do that. Paul would definitely do that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like <laughs> it almost counteracts a lot of the house topics during the house meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All this stuff about consideration. There was yeah, no and, consideration. And I know, like, Tom was the gist of, like, everything he was yelling was basically, like, fuck consideration you know mm-hmm. exactly and he didn't say that verbatim but like that was the essence of what exactly he was yelling jenkin and hallie sitting in one end of the garden henry and jordan on the other end of the garden uh jenkin and hallie thinks henry and jordan would make a cute couple and we That's- agree and we agree, and we agree, but I don't know if it is going to happen. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's a difficult one. It is a difficult one because the way we end this episode—is it this episode? It is. It, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. It's a difficult one. We'll talk about it when we wrap up this epi- this 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 particular day. Um. Jenkin gets pissy with Hall- okay. Jenkin was getting very pissy with Hallie when Jenkin was making burgers and Hallie was around. Jenkin, I was I was so taken back by how Jenkin was acting around Hallie. Or, right, because I felt like Hallie isn't doing much of anything, and you're very, you're being very, I don't want to say aggressive, just angry around but she's not done much that's the way i was looking at it i think it was one of those like oh i need my space kind of thing you're invading my personal yes but like but like it goes back to intention versus no like sure fair 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 enough you could say that 
in a better way. But like, I also think if you need that space, that's fine. But Halley's did much of, didn't do much of anything. If any, much, I would almost go as far as say she did nothing. Um, so I was very confused by that. Right. I think just Holly has kind of done, has been up to a lot kind of as of then. And Jenny right. was kind of like, oh, I'm not really having any of it. But like, uh, and this probably was when after like she was hiding everyone's stuff. This was before Holly was hiding everyone's stuff. Okay, before. Okay. Um, so I was very. I felt that reaction was very unnecessary, personally. Um, yeah. Halley then hides Matty's teddy in the ceiling. Okay, the yeah, there we are. Halley has ended up hiding a lot of stuff. I must have missed that. Yeah, she listed like uh, she ended up like listing every person like she hid stuff from. So like Maddie's teddy bear. Um, I think she hid like. Olivia's shoes. Right, but I didn't get to see any of that. I might have been an episode I didn't get to watch, unfortunately. No, um, you did. No, we were watching it together. You were on the phone. I didn't pick up on it then. Um, and then we have Would You Rather. So I, I, I thought I'd ask you some of the questions that got asked during Would You Rather. Uh, if you were in the house at this stage in the game, would you rather leave now with the 100,000 grand prize or would you stay for six weeks and get nothing? I actually thought about these questions. So, as much as I do want the 100,000, and it is very tempting, I would rather stay for the six weeks because I think that's an experience you'll never, you'll never be able to put a price on. Um, the way I thought of it up to this point, I've had enough of an experience <laughs> and I'd walk out with the hundred grand because then I know I'm getting something out of it and I've already, right. and, and I don't think there's much I, else I could get out of it by staying for another three weeks. three weeks that I haven't already got out of the first three weeks. I think to me, it's just, oh, you'll be able to you spend more time with kind of the people you're with. Right. And you get to know them even more than you did kind of the previous, within the previous three weeks. But like six figures. I don't know. That's not six that's figures. That's five figures. No. no. 100,000, six figures. No, six figures is a million, no? No, that's seven figures. I don't know math. Anyways. 100,000. How many zeros are in a hundred thousand? Five. P plus the one on top. Okay, so six figures, sure. God. <laughs> and you're the math person. Um anyways. <laughs> um, so uh, would you rather get immunity until finale or face nominations or face eviction every week? I'm ooh. It's okay. So, like, I would want immunity because I want to be safe, but also, like, 
I I wouldn't mind like being up every eviction. Actually, no, I, I'd rather have the immunity. I'd rather be up every eviction. Can do you know why? Um I feel like if I was immune until finale finale, although this has happened before in Big Brother UK, but and the person somehow won, although she was a bit of a bitch. I personally would think if I was immune for that long, people would get annoyed by me in terms of the public. The public would get very annoyed by me because right. Um, so I don't trust that I'm going to win if I get to the end through a random immunity. I'd rather face the public vote every week because I feel like I'd have a better shot. Right. I don't know. That's just me. Um, and then there was also other dumb questions like, Paul, would you rather get rid of Olivia or Tom? He said he'd keep Tom. Um, Jenkins' facials during this whole would you rather. Jenkins was not in it at all. He was not in it. No. This whole edit is making Jenkins feel like, seem like such a bitch. I think it was just for that day in particular. He was, yeah. he was so out of it. He was so out of it. He was having a bad day, potentially, sure. I do. Oh, I remember Yinyan's question, too. Yinyan asked Olivia, would you rather 10 Pauls or 10 Toms? Yeah. And 10 Pauls because Paul's honest and Tom would just hide how he felt. Yeah. Um, and then Tom... And Paul messes around with Hallie's bed, hides her stuff. Hallie goes to the DR like, um, I'm taking a bunch of other people's shit, but why is Tom taking my shit? Because I wouldn't mess around with Tom. Um, which, honestly, ridiculous, because Tom's just doing up to her what she's doing to other people. I don't know. Communal, it's communal return. Communal, it's communal return. To which Hallie replies of communal fuck off. Um, yeah, that was a situation. I found that fun, to be honest. Just I thought that. it was entertaining. How, I don't know. How far Tom ran just to hide some stuff. It was ridiculous. He went all the way up in the mezzanine. I found that crazy. Yeah. Um, I put down Jenkins being a moody bastard. <laughs> I really didn't like Jenkins during that episode. Um, about, his like, one-liners though I really love his one-liners like and even just this little banter between like Jenkins and Chanel just being super hella Welsh right but like I just this one episode I was so over him um, right I felt like Hallie had done barely anything to him and he was overreacting to Hallie particularly um, and then Jordan and Henry kiss um yeah, that was a moment. I it felt was like... a kiss good night. It was a kiss good night. It was a kiss good night, but it was a kiss. You... Right, but... age, he's not he doesn't fucking kiss everyone. No, I know that, but like I don't know. I, I don't know something to bring up because that's the as intimate as, as we've seen Jordan be with anyone at that point. That is true. Right. 
I'm sorry. I'm more. like so out of it. Like, I don't know if you had more. Watching, <laughs> I was rewatching episode like episode 16, and I fell asleep. So I didn't know if you had more to say about that kiss, though. Did you not have any reaction to that whatsoever? I mean, I knew it was coming. That was that's why. Right, but like when you initially saw that. Okay, when I initially saw it, I was like, oh, I can't tell if it was like cheek or it was like fully on the lips because I can't tell which way Jordan was facing. Right. Would that make a difference to your reaction? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, right, Wednesday, the task is done. Well, I mean, the task had been done. It's time for nominations. Uh, so I've written down pretty much everyone that who nominated who and almost like a brief summary of ha- reasons why they nominated that person. So we began with Chanel going to the DR. Chanel nominates Hallie uh, because Hallie included her in arguments that sh- when she didn't need to and it felt like Hallie made... Sh- Sh- Chanel felt Hallie made her feel at odds with a few different housemates. Mm-hmm. Namely Trish, Olivia and someone else yeah and then Noki. oh it might have been Noki as well and then she nominated Noki because of the task basically putting her at odds with Noki. i don't know i don't know what the num- specific Noki. why she now nominated Noki. All, all that happened between them two is they were two opposite queens and i don't know right I don't Part remember like, the reason. Maybe, maybe she felt like Noki was playing into it parting more far far more than she was. Maybe. Noki was definitely playing into that queen role. Oh, no, no. I think she said that she was kind of scared to be authentic around Noki kind of thing. She might have said that. I think she said that about Noki. Okay, Jordan nominates Hallie and Jenkins. She said he says that Hallie took people's possessions and hid them and that's not something that he is particularly fond of particularly fond of. And he nominates Jenkins because he finds him very difficult to read. Doesn't know and if he's a friend or an enemy and uh like he doesn't know where he stands with him. But also likes to monitor food and he doesn't like the fact that it, Jenkins monitoring food and stuff. Yeah. Kerry nominates Trish. She finds Kerry confrontational. Uh, Kerry rightly says that she's like Kerry, like Trish is like Kerry. But I think she specifically said, and I quote, she had a bulldozer approach. Mm-hmm. Um... And I don't think Carrie. I don't know. They're, they're, Trish and Carrie are very two sides of the same coin, to be honest. I think so as well. Yeah. And Carrie also nominated Dylan because he's very bossy around the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Trish nominates Chanel. Um, because she was perpetuating the fact that Trish. It's scary, and Trish wishes that she had come to Trish herself rather than, you know, talked about 
Trish and was very passive in that whole situation. And then Trish also nominated Dylan because he stereotypes me, calls me loud and says the reason that Chanel couldn't come to me directly was because she was scared of me. Um, Honestly, very valid. Uh, uh, Yeah, Dylan was doing a lot of the perpetuating yeah personally to be honest yeah i agree with that uh yin ren nominates hallie for the rule break the irony um we'll talk about <laughs> it. Uh, says that the rule break from hallie is a big thing um she called zach a game player behind his back how would you talk about me behind my back um and it made her very paranoid and she also nominated Kerry for similar reasons that she nominated Kerry last week, to be honest. And, and the that, week before. And the week before was that uh, she still feels very distant with her and doesn't trust her. All right. Noki nominates Chanel. Um, she said, I have had a difficult time in here. And I think that's largely because of the difference, our differences. We address conflict very differently, and I'm always walking on eggshells around that perspective that she has. Um, and then Dylan, and there's no because there's no need for the conflict, and people can't tell if he's joking or not. Um, Henry nominates Paul. His antics and behavior have grinded on me slightly, pulling people off their beds, etc., etc. We still don't have a complex. We still haven't had a complex conversation that lasts longer than two minutes. Fair. Fair. I I love Henry's nomination record. To be honest, I think Henry is the person who nominates. I don't know. I can't remember how he nominated last week because. But I feel like there's always one person that's always one nominated by one person. And this week it was Henry who nominated Paul, and I'm surprised that no one else did. Um, yeah, so last week Henry nominated Zach and Paul. Right. So, yeah, I love his nomination record. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he also nominated Noki because, in a similar sense to Jordan, he feels he's met a filtered version of Noki. It feel it, he feels like you're not seeing a real person in front of you when you're when you're with Noki, and it all feels very orchestrated. Again, surprising me, but sure. Um, Olivia nominates Dylan for leaving the toilet seat up. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> then nominates Matty because. He is quiet and I'm loud. I don't feel like he enhances my big brother experience, is what she said. Yeah. Um, Which I was slightly taken back by, but it also makes sense to me. It kind of checks out because I know that Maddie has also talked like shit about Olivia on her loudness. Right. Um and Matty nominated Olivia back to her uh, because dramas involving the breaking rules and stuff and feels that Olivia is very immature. Uh, and he nominates Kerry for 
having disproportionate responses to minor inconveniences. Yeah. I mean, I uh, agree. Yeah. Paul nominates Trish for mixing things in the house and bringing up topic, topics that are too serious for the house. Um, and then nominates Noki for confrontation, for the confrontation that they had. And it made him see another side to Noki that and made him think that he that she might not be being her true self. Uh, Dylan nominates Trish uh, for comments majoring the ants game, saying sexist things. I really don't like this. I, I I really don't like this narrative for Trish. Yeah. I really don't like this narrative that she's sexist just because she was playing into the whole the banter of the trash talk and whatnot. Exactly. Um, and then Kerry for the foul fast food challenge and taking more time talking about it than doing it. Like the, like the things in the challenge, like like talking about talking about uh situ challengey stuff than actually taking part in it and doing shit, yeah. talking about shit rather than doing shit. Yeah. Um, Hallie nominates Henry because, uh, and I'm, I I I have an opinion on this. She nominated Hallie for. She's basically insinuating that he's lazy, and that he only cleans his own he only washes his own dishes, but not anyone else's. I have an opinion on that. I don't think he's that lazy, though. I don't think he's that lazy, but also, if the issue is that I clean my dishes, but I don't clean anyone else's else's dishes, why is that my responsibility? Why would that ever be my responsibility? I would absolutely clean it, clean up after myself. Right. But anyone else's shit, that's not my shit to deal with. Exactly. So I, yeah, I took exception to that particular nomination. Uh, and this whole, maybe, this whole stuff that she was bringing up about maybe he's like spoon fed at home and stuff and that he has other people to deal with this stuff when he's outside the house. Yeah, I didn't like any of that. Because it also perpetuates a narrative just because he's posh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe that is accurate, but he pours his own weight and cleans up after himself. And for me, that's all that matters. Yeah. And no, then, I agree with that. And then she also nominated Tom because he doesn't know where to draw the line or where a joke's gone too far. And we see that later on. Yeah. Tom Tom nominates Trish because of her own hypocrisy around food monitoring. And he also nominates Hallie because he finds that she's a shit stirrer and a bit of a game player. And then she also broke rules and stuff. Jenkin nominates Hallie because she acts up to the, acts up to the cameras a lot, repeats conversations to other people when she doesn't need to. And she stirs a pot. 
Um, and he nominates Trish because she's the one who's food monitoring. So, um, like, she'll take food first and then go back for more. So he also finds that she's hypocritical when she brought up food monitoring in the house meeting. And that's all the nominations. We then come to find that there's been a rule break. And the the cause for this rule break is Yinren, which shocked everyone in that room. Yeah. Uh, shocked me when I found out during Late and Live when they did the camera runs and old Timo Bose was in the camera runs and we saw Yinren in jail. Uh, so this conversation, I mean, it's such a minor thing. She was in a conversation with Henry talking about nominations, not specifically who she was nominating, but the way she intended to nominate was a, it could be a between, she could nominate over feelings or she could nominate someone to, to increase the chances of someone, to someone that she, a friend of hers staying. I can't remember exactly word for word how it was. I don't remember either, but... It was so minute. Uh, but because of this rule break, the people facing facing eviction are Trish, Harley, and Dylan. Here's something I picked up on. If Yinren did not break the rules no. regarding nominations... It would have just been Trish and Harley. Trish and Harley. So, Yinren breaking nominations, in my eyes is a blessing in disguise such a blessing in disguise oh yeah i think i'll i think I'll, I'll agree with that i would prefer it i i much prefer it how it is now than how it would have been if human did not break the rules to be honest yes um Yinren, I feel like Yinren made an assumption in her head that she was the cause, she specifically was the cause for particularly Trish being on the block. And really, Trish was always going to be on the block. Yeah. Um, and she knew that too. So Right. She knew that and she was trying to remind Yinren that the reason why she's on the block is because the people nominated her, not because of something that Yimran did specifically. Um, Hallie went straight to bed crying uh, and then Kerry came to comfort her. I feel like Kerry is some sort of motherly figure for Hallie in the house. I agree. But she also wants to be that motherly figure for everyone. <laughs> yes. She wants to position herself in the house as that motherly figure, and I don't think it's working with most of the people in the house. I don't think so. No, I think if anything, Trish has kind of taken on that role with anyone that Carrie doesn't mother, quote unquote. Right. Um, and then Jimman was crying in the jail. I got. It got to the point where I felt like it was being a bit much, but I also that's just Yimran. Yeah. <laughs> but it was such an awkward watch because I felt like 
this is like if you just put everything into perspective all you're doing is sitting in a red box and you've really not done anything like like she I feels, think, she felt yeah because if i feel like she got a worse punishment compared to holly and olivia for right, but like, but, like, but it's different though because Yinwen specifically discussed nominations. Hallie and Olivia were talking in code. It's it's a different situation, right? Um. <sighs> uh. Yeah, Yinwen felt guilty about the nominations, but really, the only thing she was responsible for was adding Dylan to the block and being sat in a red box. Dylan didn't understand why he was up for nominations. He was up for eviction. He was in the diary room saying, I don't know what I've done. <laughs> Essentially, he was very confused. It's not like he had a scuffle with Trish or anything. No. It's not It's not like he um, was like, yo, I'm not with this vibe um, when they were smack talking. No, not at all. No. Um... Definitely not. I feel like, and then we got another conversation between Jordan and Matty uh, in the eye, <laughs> in the garden, in the eye. Yes. Um, Jordan, I, I, I says, Jordan has a very hard shell, like a barrier, and he literally put up a barrier. But like, <laughs> but he has such a barrier, and he doesn't like to peel the layers. I think now that layers he knows layers are starting to come off i think he's trying to set boundaries he's definitely trying I, think to set I think that's essentially what that conversation was about yeah but that's good it's better to be setting boundaries than than the water be muddied and you know yeah it's better now it's like putting two jigsaw pieces together but like not quite finding the right um side or the right shape to go into um but right. now, now that jordan has set those boundaries i feel like it's easier for them to to put the pieces together mm -hmm. um Yinren, with the quote of the season so far, i don't know about quote of the season it, one of my favorite quotes Yinren says that she'll <laughs> never use Never say the N-word again. She will never say the N-word again. And Dylan found that hysterical. And I don't even... There's a chance that she might not even understand how funny that is. I don't think she does at the moment. But, oh, if Trish, and, if Trish was there... I think Trish would find it funny. Trish would find it funny. But Tr Trish would probably fill her in <laughs> yes she uh, would there's a chance that human did know and that's why she said it to be I, can't, I actually can't tell i can't tell and then there was this whole riot this protest of free yimran free yimran free yimran everyone gets into the jail apart from paul and tom <laughs> and and then yimran's legal team <laughs> <laughs> being Jordan and Henry go to Big Brother uh, Jordan being a lawyer but also not fully understanding lawyer shit <laughs> it's quite funny 
quite hysterical. Um, I just love that before, it's like right when they're going into the dark room, he's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> he was dragged into like, it. Like, I love him kind of being a buzzkill, but yeah. I mean that in the best way possible, like in the funniest way possible, where he's like, we're talking about Yinren here. And he, Jordan's just like, she can just open the door and leave. <laughs> right. Um, and then... Um... There was a situation between Hallie and Tom with Jenkins with Tom. And then Hallie was trying to uh oh talk to Jordan and Henry. This was in the bedroom. Yes. And then Jenkins was joining in with Tom and Hallie was telling them to shut up. And I felt in that particular moment that That was oh, I didn't like that. I found that particular moment. I specifically pointed out Jenkin as being such a hypocrite in that particular moment. This whole stuff about Hallie, leave me alone, Hallie, this, Hallie, that, Hallie stuff, Hallie's being to, and then all of a sudden being the same person that Hallie was to him a day later mm-hmm. um, towards Hallie. I found that such a hypocrite, hypocritical side of Jenkin. Um, and then Tom. That situation, I did not like Tom in that situation. And I didn't. Hallie, I didn't like Tom in that situation either. Hallie, I felt like Tom was amplifying the situation between Hallie and Jordan Henry. Hallie yeah. went to Jordan Henry checking if they were right, and it was really nothing. I felt like, and then Tom was like, I felt like Tom was putting up a defense that really he really shouldn't have really been trying to defend himself there he should have just been like okay sorry he was being such a prick in that moment he was really most people saw him too right um and that's pretty much everything that's happened yeah (laughs) um so the block we have dylan Trish and there's someone else. I forgot. Hallie. Hallie, there we go. Dylan, Trish, and Hallie. Who do we think's going tomorrow? I think Trish is staying for sure. Right, but like, I would want it to be Dylan to go. Who do we think is going? I don't know. It's definitely between. Okay, if I'm just going to say a name, I'm going to say Hallie because of the whole rule break scandal. But I don't want it to be Hallie. Um, I can't say with, with 100% certainty that Trish is staying. Which sucks. But I think and want Dylan to go. I think I think he's gone. Um just because we haven't seen much of him and as soon as we did see anything of him it it, it was it was yucky. I feel like we've seen more of a side to Trish and Halley that can be the opposite of that. Yeah. With the Halley with the conversations with Kerry and Jenkin, Trish with Yimran, mm-hmm. Dylan, I don't think we've seen that 
side to him apart from that one night where they had the chat in the garden after their party. Yeah. Beyond that, I think, yeah, I think Dylan's gone tomorrow. Um, but I also wouldn't be shocked whatever happens. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. All right. That is that. Um, thank you all for watching. Thank you, Anissa, for not passing out during today's episode. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Okay, oh, so yes, when I say, yes, Monday, Monday, no, Monday. We'll be back on Monday because this is going out the same night as the eviction. So when I say tomorrow, I meant today in like literally four hours. hours. Four hours time, we'll find out. Well, five hours, we'll find out. It'll be the end of the episode, so we'll find out by then who's evicted. Yep. Uh, we'll see you again on Monday where we'll discuss the eviction. Um, do we think the right person left? Um, what do we think the impact of that eviction will have on the house? Uh, do you have your own opinions on the house? Do we think? Do you think uh, that we're wrong about the eviction? Do you think it's going to go a different way? Uh, who are you liking? Who are you disliking? Who do you want to see gone next week? Let us know in the comments. Uh, remember, as, oh, oh, go ahead. As well, if there are any moments that you feel like we have missed um, and that you would like to highlight, uh, feel free to comment that below as well, because I'm sure there are moments that we have not mentioned. I also just clocked the fact that we didn't have the banner on, running at all during this episode. We did not. So... <laughs> Uh, if you want to go follow us, go follow at the Cut Pod, ExoThorpex Demontai on Twitter. Uh, if you want to purchase a cut mug, uh, as Anisa is demonstrating so beautifully, uh, go to lanagecreations.xc.com where you can purchase your own cup mug and join the. Um, Join the um, tribe that. I don't think we have a fandom name yet, but we need a fandom name. We'll, we're, we're, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We, we, the cup crew. I I don't know. We'll, we'll work on it. Um, but yes, thank you so much for watching, and have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful night or day Bye. or. Or evening or afternoon. Goodbye. Whenever you're watching this. Do, 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 do.